welcome to the Gone But Not Forgotten podcast. I'm Audrey Cornell. And I'm Louise Coleman. And today we are talking about Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, which is a 1993 biopic, and also the 2019 film Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. But first, we'll start with Dragon. As Audrey said, Dragon, the Bruce Lee story, 1993, directed by Rob Cohen, based upon the book that Linda Lee Caldwell wrote about her time being with Bruce, his wife and mother of his two children. It first starts off in Hong Kong in the 40s, as Bruce is a child. We don't spend too much time there, because then before it, the big plot happens of he moves to America. That's the main basis of the film where he mm-hmm. it's about his move to America. It's, it is majority about Linda and Bruce's relationship, which mm-hmm. I thought was quite nice. Um, and then I literally wrote it down, I think it's in the last, literal last 50 minutes mm-hmm. when we get into his work on the Green Hornet and his Hong Kong films. And that's essentially the film. Not a lot happens. Yeah, right? And it's two hours. This is about Bruce Lee. Yeah. (laughs) It's bizarre. Yeah. Did you want to run us off the cast list? Sure. This has a very random cast. I For me, I was surprised. I agree. There's some pretty big names and quite small roles. But we have Jason Scott Lee, who plays Bruce. This is like his first lead role. And he was not a martial artist Mm -hmm. prior. He was a dancer. He trained for the role and uh, did a good job. Trained with one of Bruce's students. Then we have Lauren Hawley, who plays Linda Lee. And then Robert Wagner plays... No. (laughs) Yeah, boo. Boo. (laughs) Thankfully, he wasn't in it that much. Um, But he plays like a stand-in for producer William Dozier who was the producer of the Green Hornet and also got Bruce's career started in Hollywood and Nancy Kwan plays Queen yeah she plays the owner of the restaurant that Bruce works in when he first comes to America that's about it for main-ish cast yeah we've got stand-ins for Jesse Glover we've got little brandon and shannon lee the actual shannon lee she was like a singer at the yep. party which is yeah. cool i love that i guess we could start this is even like before the film yes was, like in the movie but so as we know brandon was considered for the role of bruce do you want to talk about that oh my god so like when you told me that in the bruce and brandon podcast i was like shook I was like, what? <laughs> okay. And then I watched the film and I was like, oh my God, that would have been the the worst casting decision of all time. Yeah. <laughs> so happy they didn't do it. I did read something interesting as well. They were actually happy that Brandon wasn't a part of it because uh, they would have had to make him accentuate his Chinese features. Oh, okay. Essentially putting him in yellow face. Do you yeah, know what I mean? That would and be so weird. I think that's very like I'm glad we didn't have to see that that's very good but then also on like a moral standpoint yeah <laughs> no no the the mind space you'd have to be in to be playing your dad seducing your real life mom <laughs> and having sex with her like yeah that's some Freud stuff that's like <laughs> <best>. <laughs> 
like I understand now because that's like the main plot of the film is like his his and Linda's relationship I think if it had been more about his movies or like his fighting and stuff then I'd probably be like oh dang that would have been cool to see but yeah (laughs) I 100% agree with that but because I didn't know that it was going to be about Bruce and Linda's relationship yeah I mean like so focused yeah that's all right that's quite a nice Different viewpoint, definitely not one to cast your son in. No, but I do think Brandon was involved on a, a yes, technical yeah. standpoint. Yeah. Rob Cohen, the director, had loads of talks with Brandon uh-huh. and Shannon, which I really like. Yeah. Which is just beautiful to me. I feel like that's really lovely. And I think also quite a treat for the filmmaker as well. Yeah. To be able to talk to like his children and his wife. Like, I just think that's amazing. Yeah. Did that translate to you with the film? Did you feel like it was a pretty well-rounded portrayal of Bruce? Or <laughs> I thought it was very favorable. Mm-hmm. It didn't show any of his like cheatings and the marijuana smoking side, things like that. But when you asked that question, my first immediate thought and something I wrote down was that I loved watching the Lees as a family. Yeah. I thought those scenes were beautiful. Um, and so maybe that's that transpired really well because he knew them. Yeah. It's definitely coming from a place of love. Yeah, I thought that was nice. But then sometimes it definitely teetered on the edge of this is not really. What's the word? Uh, it's a bit corny. Or... Yeah. And it's like very 90s. <laughs> like... Yes. Yeah. Film starts 1949 Hong Kong. We're straight in it with a weird dream sequence that we realize that Bruce's dad is having. First of all, straight off the gate, what was that dream sequence? Like, yeah. <laughs> they just put that in there. Like, yeah. yeah. There was thought to it, but it was just a bit random. Like, it's a weird way to open the film. Yes. Little Bruce is walking down the alley and there's all these weird, scary statues, and like one of them comes to life. <laughs> And tries to kill him. It's like, oh, okay, we're just, it's a movie, okay. (laughs) So it reveals that it's actually his dad having a dream. And then Bruce's dad goes and wakes up little Bruce who's in his bed. Oh my God, he's so cute. (laughs) Can I take us to inaccuracy number one, though? Yep. (laughs) Right off the bat. Where are the rest of the Lee family? (laughs) Yeah, they were nowhere to be seen. No! Bruce um, Lee, was, he had, there was four of them all together? Let's see, he a- had two, yeah, two brothers. Oh, two sisters. Two sisters, and then his mom, Grace. And so then, then all yeah. of their extended family members. All lived together. Yeah. <laughs> Where were they? Where they were, were they? not there, yeah. <laughs> In this house, you would have just sworn it was just Bruce and his dad. There was no noise. There was no mention of anyone. Do you think they didn't want to be involved? Or do you think they just like cut that out for some reason? That's a very interesting question because as we later get on, we start to notice that a lot of people in real life did not want to be involved in this or have their name on it. So that is a very good question. But I also feel like that was such a missed opportunity is like showing how his dynamics with his family members impacted how he was when he got older 
and like how he never changed as a person. He was always the same person, even as a little kid. But obviously his childhood did not matter in this film. Like, so he get, it gets 10 minutes of screen time, if that. Yeah, literally it's nothing. Yeah. Like, and then, but when you read about Bruce's childhood, if there's so much material here, that mm-hmm. would... I'm saying this as I realized, they didn't even mention his child films. Nope. <laughs> what is up with the erasure of Bruce's childhood acting career? I actually don't get it. Why would you cut out something that was actually like a really big deal? He was yeah. pretty famous in Hong Kong as a kid. Yeah. yeah. And him wanting to be an actor was against his father's wishes too and like the way his father is portrayed in this is very strange too he's like I'll do whatever you want me to do so your dreams can be accomplished yeah I don't know that was strange yeah see I thought that they portrayed him not in a good way but so stereotypically of how like parents are portrayed in these biopics that they like don't like their child and like when he sends him off to America they have an argument about it. Mm-hmm. He does give him money and stuff. But I saw that as like, a, oh, it's just such a typical like way to be like, there's conflict there. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? That yeah. is never explored though. But, but yeah, I just, I have no words. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, the money thing, like his dad gave him a hundred dollars and was just like, go to America. Yeah. In the film, yeah. he gives him at least like a thousand dollars. It's just like this no box more. of money. Yeah. I know this is a movie, but it just seems so harmful to me to portray this relationship that was like very complex and affected Bruce for his entire life it's just like these two scenes of his dad just being a character yes 100% agree yeah but that's then that would then get into him being a child actor and the film doesn't have time for that no (laughs) (laughs) so yeah we jumped to 50 1958 or or something Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah So yeah, we literally just skipped 10 years. No yeah. mention of Bruce being in a gang and bullying people yeah. and being yeah. a problem. And <laughs> yes, changing schools, yeah. literally being like a his role has created more problems for kids. They want to be like him. Like, yeah. It's just so much. <laughs> but no, we're at a spiky nope. new dance now. Yep. So they include like the cha-cha stuff, which I thought was hilarious. Yeah, same. I was shocked. I'm not gonna lie. That's a tick. I liked it. Yeah, I thought that was cool. People don't really know. I didn't know that about him until I read the biography. So I kind of respect that. Yeah. But Bruce, unfortunately, is not cha-chaing, which, okay, whatever. But there's all these annoying British soldiers or sailors or something and they're coming in to ruin the fun luckily though bruce shows up and he's kicking butt right away we know okay this is going to be a bruce lee movie style not really like a biopic style which i was honestly in for but they don't deliver on that like the whole film there's not a lot of fight scenes basically no like so they should have either just done that or just didn't. I'm actually a bit in shock at what you said. That is actually perfectly. Yeah, it is. It is like a Bruce Lee film. <laughs> and it worked for me, especially in this scene. I thought this fight scene was yeah. really cool. And like how Same. he was jumping on the table and yeah. eating the pastry. 
He was However, playing like dancing with the sailors as well. Yeah. Like, <laughs> and he like rips his shirt. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I was like, they had to get that in, didn't they? They had to. His shirtless look. Yeah. Oh, and he's making the cat noises as well. Oh, yeah. Something I wrote was like, this needed to be either way sillier and like way over the top or just be a like a, a his, more historical film. It was in this weird sort of middle ground. So it didn't yes. really succeed on either aspect yeah it, so. it, it was in the yeah it just didn't I think they wanted to mesh it together and it just didn't work mm-hmm. yeah and I think if it had been directed by someone who knew how martial arts films Hong Kong films are made it yes. just felt like a tv movie which is not yes. necessarily a bad thing but I just I don't know it didn't work for this story not for a Bruce Lee story like no that. so that's a about it for that first we get our first fight scene it's like our first introduction to like how bruce was very defensive of his country and himself like he didn't like to be made fun of yeah um but it is funny that it's shown this is the only time he's really shown fighting people in his growing up life when in reality he would just provoke people yes (laughs) He'd start it. Bless him. Yeah. We love him. He would start it a lot. He really did. I don't know. I We are already like getting into the, is it hagiography? Is that the right word? Oh, what, what do you mean? Like where they want to show him as being like perfect and. I've never heard that term. What, okay. Handle. Very admi- okay. admiring of someone or being better as than they really were. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's. That's this is basically this it. film. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> but yeah, now he has to go to America because he's been a bad boy. A bad boy. Um, but first his father explains this curse that's on their family, um, mm-hmm. which was true, but essentially like Bruce was the second born son, but their first son died very small. And so I guess in Chinese culture, it's like a tradition to pretend that your second born son is a girl to keep the demons or these evil spirits away yeah keep that in mind because it is a recurring theme throughout this film yes yeah but basically this is the reasoning why bruce has to go to america which was strange they didn't even show him docking no cut him on the boat yeah can i just say that was inaccuracy number two there's way more than that already but <laughs> all of his family were there to say goodbye to him mm-hmm. his brother peter was distraught at him going they didn't show that no <laughs> like screaming. even bruce didn't he was no. very upset about going yes and he was um, like laughing and joking about his james dean poster in the yeah. film on the boat but no bruce lee was very upset <laughs> which is also strange because like why not? That would be a perfect way to humanize him, still in a more positive way. Yeah. And it would be accurate. Yeah. Because, like, he's he was born in America, but he was three months old when he went back home. He's never been to this country. He's never yep. left Hong Kong. Yep. But, yeah, he's just he like, French fries, James Dean, woo! <laughs> oh, bad. Which is, yes, those are great things, but... Then... <laughs> I don't think... Bruce at that age in that headspace was saying that. I'm sorry. No. Like, not on the boat. Not literally on the boat. Like. Yeah, he's on his way there. Yeah. So. 
but one of the people on the boat is like a history teacher and he's really poo-pooing Bruce he's like oh you won't make it in America life is gonna suck for you yep and Bruce is like no it's not and then it just cuts (laughs) four years later they tried to do an exposition history dump on the audience which i like yeah. to understand how chinese people are viewed in america but it came out of nowhere this is only like what 15 <laughs> 20 minutes <laughs> into <laughs> so much has happened but then so much hasn't happened it's weird that's how i felt about like this whole movie we yeah. skipped so many years the character of bruce has not changed in any no. way like, he looks so the same like... he acts yeah. the same like <laughs> Wait, little segue. Yes. What did you think of Jason Scott Lee's look as Bruce? It bothered me that his hair never changed. Yes, yes. Like oh, he didn't I, have his hair yeah. eras. I have so much to say about the hair when we get to a specific <laughs> scene. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But I thought like the fashion was really good. Yes. And I loved like the bell bottom pants. Those are too good. Like so 70s. And I also thought as a performance, obviously he doesn't look anything like Bruce. He's like too tall and too buff and (laughs) all that. But I thought he was honestly like the saving grace of the film. He really became Bruce, but it wasn't in a caricature type way or like he was trying too hard to be like him, which I think felt very respectful and was the only respectful part of the movie. Yes. In my opinion. (laughs) yeah 100% 100% yeah so I thought he really he knew what he was doing and also tried his best to look like him in ways that he could with the facial expressions and all that stuff what about you yeah no I liked it yeah the hair thing bothered me so much me too but yeah physically wise yeah he's not Bruce but I yeah I think he did well acting wise I think he did quite well he made me believe he was Bruce, if you know yeah. what I mean. I thought he did very well. He's at Ruby, he's at the, the Ruby Chow restaurant. Yes. <laughs> he's got a lot of beef with one of his co-workers, mm-hmm. which I thought that's just for the that's just for movie plot. Yeah. Like 100 percent Yeah. That was just so that then they could lead into another great fight scene. And yes, this is where we get our first appearance of Nancy Quad. Yeah. Mother, doesn't she yeah. look amazing? Yeah, I love her so much. (laughs) (laughs) And her red outfit. Oh, such a look. (laughs) Beautiful. So he starts to flirt with Amy, this waitress. Love her Chinese dress as well. Oh my Mm -hmm. God, so gorgeous. He starts to flirt with her. This other chef, boss boy, starts to notice, gets jealous, and then they have a fight, basically. And then that's when we get our... Like our first sex scene. <laughs> Why do we keep talking about it? Oh my God. And then they're like closer in the restaurant. And then that's what causes them to have this massive fight scene uh-huh. outside, which is very way of the dragon coded. Yes. Yeah. I just say the chefs. Who's man in the kitchen? Yeah. <laughs> no one. <laughs> I quite like the fight scene. Oh, yeah. I like that one outside, too. Outside, they're was on like fun. the construction. Really uh-huh. cool. Oh, another thing is this all takes place in San Francisco, which is inaccurate because Bruce went to school and all this stuff was in Seattle. However, I learned that they really did want to film there, but they could not. Interesting. I'm like, okay, I see that, but it is funny that it's 
just there now in San Francisco. Why um, could they have just filmed in San Fran and just not shown any of San Fran's like iconic landmarks and just been like, yeah, this is Seattle? Yeah. You know what I mean? They make a point about it being San Francisco, like with the tower and the Golden Gate Bridge yeah. and stuff. They're showing it all. So... <laughs> just lie, okay? You're in yeah. Hollywood. Like, <laughs> <laughs> plus, like, Seattle is so ingrained and I feel like Bruce's legacy and like his yes. college life and yeah yeah is he married in Seattle yeah yeah yep yeah yeah but there is a reason for it although I don't think it's like a valid enough excuse per se yes. but yeah decide put yeah. that in there no I love that thank you you <laughs> low-key defended the film I love it <laughs> yeah <laughs> I'm trying to give them a break when I can yeah. But yeah, so then we learned that like Bruce likes reading because he reads Hemingway, so he's very oh, smart. The him in bed, shirtless, in his tighty whitey underwear, with his glasses reading. Also, yeah. <laughs> his ass is reading, guys. He is reading. <laughs> but that's like the it. only time he ever really reads. So. Yeah. So yeah, then Bruce is fired. Ooh. oh my god can we talk about what nancy kwan says to him sure she's like giving out his money and it's oh it's such a, it's she's so bother i just love her so much it's like this is your mom's wages and this is severance and i was like oh my god she's yeah. disturbing <laughs> but it's just go to college have loads of sex yeah <laughs> she was not playing around no she got straight to the point <laughs> i wish she was in the movie more same. That, that is the last time we see her, which actually yeah. sucks. Like <laughs> we do see her later, but it's for like fifteen seconds. Yes. Yeah. We needed more. We needed yeah. more. <laughs> but yeah, she fires him. He'll go to college. Yes. He's at school now. <laughs> and... He's riding around on bike on his yeah. campus. Like <laughs> he starts working out in this gym. I don't know what that's oh called. Oh my god! But like <laughs> the thing where you sit down and you. <laughs> You go to the gym. What is that? Yeah, called? I would say it's like a tricep workout. Okay. Where, yeah, you pull the bar down. Yeah. So then he gets bullied by these like racist jock dudes who are probably like forty or something. Every stereotype. Every in time. The yeah. So they're just like, we want to use the thing and saying all these racial slurs and that yes, scene lasted so long. It's so defeated. I love it so much. <laughs> I'm sorry. But it's true, no, because it comes across to me, I was cringing, I'm sorry. Yeah. It made me cringe, they just, it, it just tried too hard. Uh-huh. Because, like, and we can talk more about this later, but I think the race stuff in this is, they tried certainly, but it just feels, and I'm definitely not an expert on this, and I'm not trying yeah. to like come off as I am, but I just think it like really diminishing the struggles that Bruce faced yes and 100% like it was an everyday yeah. sort of thing obviously it was as overt as that but it was also mm-hmm. covert like you know what yeah. I mean it, it's it, it just manifested in different ways but this is just very like after school special type of mm-hmm. vibes poor filmmaking showing the racism is good mm-hmm. do you know what I mean to show what he went through but they show it better in like the in the date scenes later on yes yeah but yeah so this is just like paint by numbers uh-huh. So then Bruce is like, let's fight. Because Bruce leaves. <laughs> <laughs> so then they fight and obviously Bruce wins. And so two of the guys who I think were like part of the bullying group. Yes, they were. Which, they like want him to yeah. teach them. 
Bruce is just like, okay, sure. But there is a good Bruce-ism, shall yes. we say, is when he's like, he's taken off his like shoes and stuff, but he's like, oh, sorry. Yeah. He's apologizing to them. I thought it was very funny. <laughs> I will say one cool thing. This actually does a pretty decent job of making Bruce funny. And Bruce was funny. It's not like just classic comedy. It's actually what Bruce did. And like, yeah. I guess it's probably because he sounds like him so well. I, I think he sounds like him okay-ish. Mm-hmm. Um, it depends on the yeah. scene. Yeah. yeah but when yeah. he does, he really does. And then we were introduced to Linda, who is in the park while they're practicing and she wants yes. him to teach her. I'm saying mother, like. Yeah, <laughs> she knows what she wants. Yes. <laughs> so yeah, then we just get Bruce teaching a little bit. He has five students now. He asks her on a date, yeah. but it's like really weird. Because <laughs> she's just like straddling him. Yeah, so she like, she tackles him, takes down to show that he, she could fight and yeah she's literally straddling him now mm-hmm. remember they wanted brandon lee to play that yeah. role <laughs> bruce and linda start to date and this is kind of as well where the racism comes into mm-hmm. the casual racism shall we say because we see linda in front of in the car with her friend and her friend's like why on earth are you going out with a asian man and she's oh she literally says this line so she would own this is what linda's friend says she would only kiss white boys. Oh my God. Yeah. That was the 60s. That's just horrid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like just awful. And then, so Linda has started to lie to her mother, which is actually close to what happened in real life. Mm-hmm. Because obviously she doesn't tell her mother that Bruce is Chinese as they begin to date. So Linda starts to lie. She's like, oh, I'm going bowling. And then that's how she has all her clothes in her bowling bag. They go on a date. They go to this swanky restaurant. Also, Sorry to be shallow. Bruce's suit is great. It's a great Bruce wore suits like that. Like he just uh-huh. looks suave. Yeah. It's great. But yes, they go to the restaurant and the major D looks, takes one look at them and he's like, Your table's not ready. Yeah. So he makes them sit at the bar. Mm-hmm. And you you just know as a viewer, oh like that's you, not the reason. Wanna... Exactly. Yes. Yeah. And so they're at the bar, they're talking, but Bruce keeps looking to the restaurant as the major D lets in other people to sit on, on the tables and it's just awful isn't it that they defo for sure went through things like that it's just horrid horrible they get up and leave and bruce he should he like has a go at the major d it's great and they leave and i'm like yes good for you honestly don't give that any more money no well establishment anyway. yeah then they go to the cinema and i think this is actually one of the most impactful scenes in the whole film mm-hmm. they're in the cinema and it's breakfast at tiffany's and it's like oh god you just yeah and it was it. linda's idea yes and she's like oh yep. you'll love this movie yep oh god um, and then it's disgusting know your audience also linda come on <laughs> yeah girl so they show mickey rooney's awful portrayal of a japanese man in that film and oh it's disgusting and everyone's laughing mm-hmm. every all the white people in the audience are laughing and it pans to bruce and he is just stoic angry mm-hmm. Dis- disgusted and they then Linda sees that as well and also uh, I could say she is smiling at the beginning of it as well yeah. so Linda. Linda not happy with that but yes yeah, so they leave after that thank god but it's just insane isn't it like mm-hmm. how alone must you have felt as a person of colour watching on the screen a white person take the mick out of your heritage and culture just infuriates me it makes me so mad 
those are movies he did see and those are reasons why he wanted to make the movies that he did yes too honestly i gotta give the movie props for showing this is the 90s i know that's not that long ago i think it's like a super big deal for a film to take a look at hollywood and how their stereotypical portrayals of people can like actually really hurt people and why why was that even in the movie too because i'm pretty sure that was not in the source material not in the book not in the book at all yeah and i don't know it just goes to show how normalized that was or they probably just wrote him in there to be comedic relief yes and I'd actually never seen the the parts in the film. So that was my time. first time, wow. and it was worse yeah. than I thought. Yeah. yeah. So, oh. um, having a scene like that, though, and then also there's a later scene that we'll get to. But I really wanted it to really dig into that a lot more. Yes. Especially, like, with how Linda like that movie and then also like willing like knowingly took him there too like they didn't really address that she only wanted to leave like after she saw that Bruce was uncomfortable yeah and then they like never talk about it ever again that's a bit weird isn't it yeah they did succeed in some ways but yeah there's not really any closure to it so it does beg the question should this have gone in a more serious route Like, it would have worked. I think it should have. So then this is like the middle part of the movie. I would say the second act, where Mm -hmm. it is just on their relationship, but also about their school. Mm -hmm. I think there, I mean, like, it's kind of Bruce's school. You know what I mean? Yeah, but they treat it like... Yes, right? They frame it. They're like... They did it together. Yeah, which isn't really true. No. (laughs) I'm not trying to, like, be mean to Linda. I just definitely felt like she was, like, really inserting herself into this story yeah no, yeah 100% agree yeah not to say she wasn't supportive but I do feel like it's so much about their relationship and it's not so much about Bruce <laughs> if you're gonna do that don't call it the Bruce Lee story you know what I mean um, I really like the Bruce and Linda stuff but then make it just about that make it yeah. about, make it a romance film just about that you know what I mean interracial marriages weren't legal then that would make a great plot for a film mm-hmm. you know what I mean so it's just a bit odd then all the other stuff is rushed at the end. Yes. Yeah. So rushed. So basically, they open this school, we which is montage. so funny. I thought they were going to have a, a makeover montage, but they just <laughs> went from the decrepit building to the school. Loads of people in the school. Like. Yeah, and there's like 40,000 people there already. <laughs> because they had flyers. Linda was like, oh, I made us flyers. Like, Ridiculous. Um, Thanks a lot, Linda. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for your flyers. <laughs> well, I was going to say, I can't think about the true timeline. I'm just trying to think. So in the film, do we yeah. meet Jerome Sprout before they find out they're pregnant? All right. Jerome Sprout. Why is his name Jerome Sprout? I was absolutely fuming when I watched this film. I was like, this is... A- not only is this Bruce Lee's first student, Jesse Glover was Bruce Lee's first student, uh-huh. but it's not only that. He's the first African-American to ever be taught, be allowed to be taught that, that style of fighting. Yeah. yeah. He has not been introduced yet. 
Well, that's all wrong. That's all yeah. wrong. He, he was the first met Jesse. student. This yeah. is halfway through the film. If you can't deal with it. Now, I just want to get out there, though. Obviously, yeah. I was very mad they didn't use Jesse's real name. But then mm-hmm. I found out he didn't want his name to be in it. That's valid. Um, I wouldn't either. Uh, yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Plus, but like, then, all the people that know, know. Yeah, exactly. The real ones know. Him opening the school was, like, yeah. the end of his original students thing but of course that's not addressed at all no no this was him becoming corporate yeah his school wasn't really a school per se like it wasn't this operation that they had so now it's like they're trying to be like a business rags to riches story and it's yeah like, which is not what happened really that's at not all. at all <laughs> and then we get our very first sex scene Oh. <laughs> oh it's horrid it's so nice no actually no i have a lot of comments brandon lee was going to play his dad <laughs> no but the purge is it when she, she grabs it, it? Yeah. i, I recoiled it. I, yeah, I physically I recoiled it. Yeah, no, no. I think I wrote it down. I could, I just couldn't believe she it. She grabbed his man boobs. Oh, I don't want to see this. She grabbed all. Like. Yeah. Oh my god. And then rapid fire reference. They got this that scene with like other stuff, so it kept going. <laughs> I hope that's that was a reference. Oh my god, it has to be. It yeah. is too too close. Otherwise. <laughs> You know, I never thought I'd see that again. Yeah. Not even once, but I saw it twice. (laughs) Twice in one month. Like, what are we doing to ourselves? That's too much. (laughs) Which, like, I get it. It's the 90s. But, like, there's just something so disturbing about seeing real people doing it. So. Yes. Yeah. It's weird. It's exploitative. It's weird. I don't like it. That's just something you should not put in a biopic ever. No. no. I can't think of any scenario where that would be okay. <laughs> <laughs> so then we get another demon thing scene. Yes, he, in his house. Yeah, he's yes. writing a paper for school. So Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> and then it like bursts through the wall and tries to kill him. And then it like bows and leaves. Yes. The end of <laughs> the scene. I, let's talk about those. I don't get the point of those scenes. Yes. Do you? Oh, same. No, I oh. didn't either. I okay. guess maybe he's battling his demons. I didn't like, when I watched the film, I didn't like the one at the end with Brandon. Oh, God. The director said something about how oh, they came maybe- up with that idea and then yeah. they were like really freaked out because brandon yeah. died later yeah those demon sequences were just weird anyway it was yeah just, it was a bit random a bit out of the blue mm-hmm. very odd yeah plus it's like why don't you show him not literally fighting his demons but actually struggling with those demons don't personify yeah. it no. i don't know because it just like sacrifice and maybe like actual good character stuff Yes. For just this weird clunky man. Like <laughs> it's as if they wanted just to throw in an action fight scene mm-hmm. when like Bruce did have demons. Mm-hmm. He didn't have to show it like that. 
No. It's very basic. Tacky. <laughs> yeah. Very tacky. Very tacky. I like the other fight scenes. So I wanted them to yeah. do more of that. Exactly. We actually enjoyed the fight scenes of this film. They didn't have to include these weird dream sequences. Bruce is really upset with Linda, understandably, because she hasn't told her mom that they are together. But he's told his dad, which like, no. Um... Yeah, no, not at all. (laughs) Not at all. (laughs) But it's also funny because it seemed like he was lying. But then also, if he had told his dad, like within the film, that would have been nice to maybe see Yes, yeah. Yeah. And she's like, oh, okay, we'll do it. And then they cut to Bruce meeting her mom for the first time. To me, this is like better than some of the other scenes having to do yes. with the, yeah. the prejudice against Bruce because her mom is like, well, you only get married to have kids or whatever. Yep. Which is like, yep. okay. And then she's like, oh, but your kids aren't going to be American or Chinese. And then Bruce gets really upset and leaves. But anyway, we could try to talk about that scene if you want. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's a, it's a powerful scene. Vivian Emery in real life was like, yeah, you could be, you could portray me being horrible because that's what I was actually like, which wow. I respect. Yeah, I'm that's like, a okay, pretty big step. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. she obviously knows she messed yeah. up and she owned it, which is good. But yeah, oh, she's horrid. Yeah. Horrid. But what we learned from the biography is that all of Linda's family were against it. Mm-hmm. And they've really tried hard not for them to get together. But in this, they only showed the mum. I guess it's just time and probably mm-hmm. to get more people in. It's a lot of things to do. On the front of it, I think it portrayed it quite well. These are the scenes that really stand out. And this is what they should have honed in on. Is this yeah. awful racist prejudice that Bruce had to face. It would have yeah. changed the film completely. With uh, Linda's family, that was something that really did happen. They still got married anyway because they didn't care what everybody else thought. They, yeah. Their love for each other was so important to them. And this is the only time when that's like sort of addressed with yeah. her family. But at least they did it at all. Yeah, and, yeah, um, yeah brings into question Bruce's Americanness too, which I think was like a big sticking point for people yep. in America. Especially because like, in that scene Bruce says that he's American and her mom like retorts by saying, Oh, you like you were just born here. Like I thought like that showed a lot more of maybe the systemic racism side of yeah. things. And also it seemed too she really believed that what she was saying was right and she was doing it for the better of their would-be children and Linda, which is how a lot of prejudiced people feel too. They're like, I'm doing it for the the better. Yeah. Yeah. Think of the children. That aren't even born yet. Awful, isn't it? Oh my God. But then they get married and he, we see Nancy Kwan for the last time and he returns the money she loaned. Yes, and then he's like, I'm going to a wedding. Yeah. And it's like... (laughs) (laughs) so we don't actually see the wedding nope they just drive off in a car and now it is 1964 (laughs) magically okay but yeah then we get the school in oakland which was real yep is this when (laughs) jerome appears this is when jerome comes into it i'm sorry i must have i blacked out until jerome came in like (laughs) 
or introduce oh my god jerome sprout jerome sprout played by sterling mesa jr (laughs) (laughs) what was his acting choices during this film i don't know he was doing the most like (laughs) he had a fedora on as well that we just need to picture that like (laughs) he's like swaggering on and Uh it's so funny So this movie is all about racism, but then it's ironically, Jerome is very much a stereotypical black sidekick kind of character. Yeah, such a caricature. Yeah. yeah. That's gross. Anyway, completely missed, continue. Completely missed its mark. Really, really bad. So yeah, we actually, you're so right, because I've never ever seen that with Jerome. I feel like I have to say his whole name. Yeah, I think you do. <laughs> Every, like, all the scenes that Jerome Sprout appears in. He is his sidekick. Uh-huh. And in real life, like, Jesse Glover was such a huge help to Bruce. He was his biggest support. He was his first student. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's just, it uh-huh. down the importance of Jesse Glover. Like, uh-huh. it's just insane that they just replaced him with just a silly, really awfully racist version. Yeah. <laughs> Especially bad. because this kid, the mo- this movie's version of him doesn't do anything, Positive. really. Yeah, does he fight? No. He serves zero purpose. Um, bad. So it's just like, why did they put him in there at all if they were just going to disrespect a real person that much? So they open the school in Oakland. Yes. And he's like, hey, are you guys accepting (laughs) students? Oh, we never actually see him fight, (laughs) which is funny. (laughs) But I do love his intro. Though. It was striking. It was striking. Yeah. I did that. <laughs> kind of a new person because oh, one thought I had was like it really bothers me that no other person really outside of Linda was in this film. Like no friends or literally anyone that would add like a different sort of dynamic. Yeah, yeah. I'm thinking about like it. Man is barely in it. Mm-hmm. He's only in it at the beginning. And literally, sort of you like, wouldn't have known. The like, funeral. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like Dan in a Soto, no, no mention of him, nothing. It's ridiculous. Yeah. It really is. I'm sorry. It's just, how are you going to do that, portray that and not put these key players in? Mm-hmm. A lot of these men in real life, yeah, they really did help Bruce. Mm-hmm. And then for them just to be just extras in the class, it's rubbish. Yeah. Exactly. And so I don't know, like, how involved Linda was in, like, writing the script, but I do feel like she definitely prioritized her character over anybody else, which I did not really like. Yeah. And also just made it kind of boring. Like, that's only really, like, one aspect of the story. Exactly. and But if you're going to do that, just focus on that aspect then. Exactly. Yeah. Show their lives. They were struggling for money and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Didn't show any of that. But we it don't even so really easy. see him like teaching or growing himself as a martial artist. Yep. Like, um, which was very old. basically his whole thing. Was yes. <laughs> evolving. But then he gets in trouble because he has violated the chinese code by teaching non-asians martial arts and this so is a weird scene. they're gonna yeah like he has i think it's basically just a stand-in for the fight that he had with yes wong jack man but instead it's like this random guy who was like a different name <laughs> and, and he he like, like the place they're in as well is it's like this gray slabs of like yeah. concrete and it's like, like a ballerina. It's like, yeah. they just did this in, in real 
work. They just did this in a room. You know what I mean? Like it wasn't. Yeah, it was like a warehouse. Like yeah, I think it was even like Bruce's school. Yeah. But here they have this whole sort of arena, like warehouse set (laughs) with these sort of elder guys in like black robes. (laughs) It was so dramatic. Jerome Sprout is there. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) He's like the hype man, trainer kind of guy. So yes, now he has to prove that he's a good fighter. I don't know. The the motivations weren't made clear, but basically no. he and this guy fight. It's a good fight. It's like very extra, yes. but <laughs> good choreography. Good choreography. And it was actually people like like his opponent was like someone that could fight. Yeah. There was actually like a sense of danger there. A yeah. Bit. But like also at this point in the film, it actually lost me. I was a bit like, oh yeah, for sure. You got fatigued <laughs> in a way. Yeah. And every time I'm like looking at the clock, and I'm thinking, what? How are we here in the story? Yeah. Like we, we need more time. Yeah, it's like we're only halfway through, but also we're already halfway through. Yeah. <laughs> right. I did vibe with this scene because it okay. was another exaggeration. I think for me, it's... it showed the backlash that he faced because of his rejection of traditional systems yes. why did they make it so dramatic though yeah it, it diminishes it it's seriousness isn't it this is a serious issue and just shows how archaic these martial arts systems were that he couldn't even adapt it or change it mm-hmm. but does this film look into that no no it not honestly does not care about his martial arts work no. which yeah is so weird to me it's like what come on okay this is where the film lost me okay his back injury oh my so basically like bruce is walking away because he's won the fight and then the other guy is really upset and he gets up and he runs in slow motion of course and he kicks bruce in the back yeah and so this is the back injury bruce had in 1970 and just from working out, but it's like 1964. Yes, like Brandon's not even born yet. I can't, get in, I can't get into that timeline. Yeah, yeah. No. Because I the think... whole point in real life was that he was yeah. bed bound, and not yeah. only was that that's insane. That was like Bruce Lee bed bound, but also bed bound with two children. And then they yeah. had to take up everything. Yeah, so yeah. For them to put that in this bit, oh, I can't. It's so I can't. weird. And then yes, exactly. At this point, I was just like, you know what? I don't care. I'm sorry. I don't... Yeah. You know what? The inaccuracy is fine. This isn't true. No. <laughs> yeah, especially because I think it would have been more impactful if it had been like when it had really happened yeah. and how it really happened too. I didn't really get the point of this. No. Other than was... to be like Linda convinced Bruce yes. to continue fighting and like yeah. developing his own style, which I'm sorry like... that. Bruce wanted in real life he didn't need that convincing you know what no. I mean like he was determined to get better yeah and he did he even he got out of bed like a month before he should have you know what I mean yeah. like <laughs> oh, it's just so wrong it's and so also wrong. this whole thing with Linda being like the one to come up with this idea mm-hmm. is just really awful to me because I think it just diminishes how driven Bruce was and yes how he literally came up with his own method of martial arts like that's 
insane yeah and it's just like barely mentioned in this film and it's not even quite his idea yeah sorry this was so funny to me but right after he gets better or whatever he's wheeling in to her room and Brandon is (laughs) that was so funny to me I don't know why (laughs) she was in the same hospital with him just down the corridor yeah I can't deal. I can't deal. Oh my god. Yeah. But then that's this is also, can I just say, I mean, we'll probably get into it later, but in real life, don't forget, Bruce Lee's dad died very shortly after yeah. Brandon was born. Does he do that's that in true. this film? No, of course not. No, no. Good what we said, this isn't true anymore. This isn't <laughs> No, definitely not. So yeah, yes, Bra- then we have baby, baby Brandon. Brandon, who's so adorable. I'm gonna be annoyed now, I'm gonna say it. Yeah. He's got a full head of dark hair. Yeah. Brandon had blonde hair. <laughs> Brandon had, it was a whole thing, because Bruce Lee was like bragging, like in real life. He like, would not oh, shut up about that. About how but... Brandon was Chinese with blonde hair. Like, yeah. it's... But when I saw that baby, I was, I was like, like no, not my Brandon. He has beautiful blonde hair. <laughs> I don't even know how ridiculous I sound. Why do I care so much? <laughs> I think it's because yeah. Bruce said that all the time. Yeah, exactly. Like whenever yeah. he could. But yeah. 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 It's so funny <laughs> to have seen that Bruce and that Phil say that as well. Like, yeah. <laughs> him bragging to the nurses. We don't want to be. Oh my God, I just can't. Linda's mom comes to visit them. I think okay scene. Yeah, she hadn't spoken to them since, which is not not true. accurate either. Yeah, but at least she seems to be opening up to the pot. Like they're married, they have a kid. Come on, yeah. <laughs> it Bruce makes is sense. so Bruce is so charming. She's yeah. so warm to him. Yeah. Huh. Can and I then she has something. Yeah. Uh, maybe Mandela effect, but I thought that in real life, Bruce and Linda got married after they found out they were pregnant. Yeah. Yeah, so that's, once again. Something. Yeah. Yeah, okay, cool. I'm not going crazy. It's not me. It's the film. No. Okay, thank you. <laughs> this timeline with Brandon's birth is so messed up. Like, I can't even describe it. But <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, so then she, like, sees little Brandon, and she, I guess she likes them all now. But she's not really in the film anymore. No, that's like it. Which yeah. is so funny. We go backwards in a realistic timeline yes. with the Long Beach Karate Tournament, yes. which should have, this happened before Brandon was born in by at least a year. I feel what? like I'm losing my sanity here. <laughs> yeah, this like sense of reality was out the window. I was so confused watching this movie. Yeah. How could they have got it so wrong? It's all there. It's all public fact. Exactly. Bye. Bruce is like explaining how he hates like traditional styles of martial arts which was very accurate but like he's getting booed so extremely and they're like prove it prove it (laughs) (laughs) and then what do you know the guy that like broke his back or whatever comes back (laughs) they fight and you're like oh no bruce is gonna lose but then he wins and he's spotted by none other Brilliant. than Robert Wagner. Oh my god! And now, oh, this is my the biggest inac- inaccuracy for me. Yeah, I wrote J. C. Ring Erasure. <laughs> I wrote that's exactly what I wrote. Oh. I wrote J. C. Ring Erasure. Oh my god! I was 
I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. I could not believe it when I watched it. When he was like, oh, yeah, we've got a role for you. Now, yeah. right, I've been mulling this over for the past few days, obviously. In real life, in real life, Jay Sebring got Bruce Lee's foot in the door mm-hmm. to get in that meeting with the DSX for Kato in the Green Hornet. I'm not saying that Jay Sebring got in that role. Bruce mm-hmm. Lee got the role. That's Bruce's. But he would never have got in there without Jay. Like, exactly. How? I could not believe it. I could not believe it. And it's not only just erase, you know me, I love Jay Sebring. I love him so much. Uh-huh. You cannot erase that. <laughs> <laughs> Place him with Robert Wagner. Yeah, that's even worse. I actually, I could do it. Sorry, big segue, but I also didn't know that Bruce Lee went to their funerals, went to Jay and Sharon's funeral. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not only go to Sharon's, but to also go to Jay's. It's just, oh, I love him. He's very, very nice. But yeah, I think it's an evil, just tarnishing Jay's reputation. I can't believe yeah, they, they just glossed it over. Exactly, because nobody talks about Jay Sebring anyway. No. Yeah, right? and he's not in the way they should. Yeah. He literally revolutionized like the hairdressing business. Yeah, which is insane. Selling, like this is definitely what's in the book. He was selling $2 haircuts for $40. Yeah. Like, he had mastered this craft. He had everyone's hair. He was like, the big, he was genuinely like the biggest name in Hollywood. Everyone knew him. Mm-hmm. He's sort of like the Bruce Lee of haircutting. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that is the best sentence you've ever said. <laughs> so I definitely see like why they were besties. You know? Exactly. Oh, I would love to have been like in one of their conversations. Oh my God. I, love I bet that. it would have been insane, honestly. <laughs> but then it's also like Jay Sebring was so vital to Bruce Lee's like story i say that very loosely but because he jay was jay introduced him to steve mcqueen that's how they met mm-hmm. and steve and bruce were like very close as well and steve mcqueen gets a mention as well in this film so come on yeah you can do jay exactly. it was like a jump scare in a way when robert wagner said that it really was robert wagner's what's his character's name it's not william God, yeah it's bill okay bill. i'll just call him oh, bill <laughs> so he definitely gets the glamour treatment in this film in the sense that his character is like Bruce's bestie in the Hollywood system, which is just like, producers are never like that. <laughs> Those guys yes. were ruthless. And I know they don't have to, like, I think Dozier really was on Bruce's side for the most yeah. part. But anyway, I just thought that was weird how he's just like, hey, be in my moot or my show and then they just cut to them filming and it was not that easy as well it was nowhere close to that bruce had to work so hard to get this role and also have anything to do in this show yeah and they just skipped that entire thing yes did like that scene though like where they were film like the behind the scenes yeah. kind of thing yeah i'm on the set. i love a recreation so he doesn't do what the director wants him to do which accurate Bruce portrayal. So good. Um, So instead he like beats up all the guys instead of what was he supposed to do? Go down the stairs and untie the green hornet. But this is very interesting. I don't know. So in that scene, he does all that and he kicks the light with his feet and stuff. Yeah. You know, he did that exact thing in Marlowe, in his Marlowe cameo. Yeah. I don't think Kato did that. No. (laughs) Was that a reference? 
do you think but surely they should have just recreated like a green hornet scene why did they have to do the marlowe scene yeah because i don't even think it was like the first episode the real no. first episode no no that's definitely not the first episode of the yeah. green hornet i've seen that one and no <laughs> everybody is super impressed but yes. that's not what happened either like the whole no. thing with the green hornet was how bruce had to learn how to fight for the camera yes and so important yeah slow down his moves they couldn't and that's catch how he his became moves. like the movie star yes because yes. he knew what he was doing he learned so much from the green hornet yep that he applied later on obviously this movie does not care about his films and yep. i think it just all goes back to the point of like why did they include them anyway exactly exactly if they're not gonna do it i'm sorry it's really not that difficult like you're no. recreating something that is out there in the public domain you could watch an episode of green hornet and just recreate it like the thing i didn't know until i read about it is that we have a van williams cameo he's oh playing God. the director oh i didn't catch that i, I didn't know it's either <laughs> um, that's but yeah, cool this is quite fun i like that yeah that's nice that they did get some people, like some real people yeah. in his life involved. Exactly. We don't get any sort of substance from this whole Green Hornet thing, which is so strange. This is his yeah. first acting you know I mean? gig yeah. in yeah. several in years. Yeah. And also different because he's introducing Kung Fu to yes! American audiences. Exactly. Bruce Lee wanted to break out of the Asian stereotype of being silent, subservient, to the white man or to, to in charge and sadly that is what kato is and so bruce lee was very much on board of no i want kato to do this i want him to do this i want him to have his own like story none of that it, it, it literally played as if it's like a one-time thing that like bruce lee just did mm-hmm. and it's like no bruce took fault for the role like yeah. this was had- a huge deal and they don't make it seem so at all so it's like it was like offered to this role of Kato was offered to him on a plate and it wasn't. And now the Lees are like suddenly super rich because I don't know, they don't explain how. Because <laughs> the Green Hornet definitely did not make him rich. Not at all. Not no. At all. And Linda is pregnant again. They're at a party hosted by Robert Wagner, who then like just drops the bomb on them that yeah. the Green Hornet is canceled. <laughs> But Bruce is like, oh, I don't have to worry because I have Kung Fu. And this movie reiterates the misconception that he came up with Kung Fu, which he did not, but whatever. So then we cut to this movie freaking loves the hard cuts. I just, they don't show anything like happening. They just cut to it having happened. But yeah, now Kung Fu's on the air and we're like, oh. David Carradine got the part and then they like show Bruce and Linda watching it and like their faces are like just they're just so disgusted yeah yeah Yeah. as anyone would be like I still can't get over that yeah that casting insane no but literally it's like why is it so good at certain like racist things that he yeah. dealt with but then I feel like with the movie stuff they really just shied away from it yeah 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 that's so true they showed the racism he, he faced but didn't show it from like the Hollywood producers yeah which it is very odd expected but yeah still disappointing yeah 
And I think that kind of comes back to with what we were talking about with Kung Fu. Like to me, it didn't really, it wasn't that apparent of like how important it really would have been for him to have gotten this role. Like it was not made clear that David Carradine getting the part was actually really horrible and very regressive. And then right after they watch the show, Bruce gets a phone call that his father died. It's actually poetic that his dad died after his firstborn son gave birth to a firstborn son mm-hmm. in her life. That That's some weird fate stuff. Yeah. Like, Bruce returns to Hong Kong for the funeral. Also, um, yes. none of his family members have nope. <laughs> to get that Still no there. family. <laughs> He talks to Yip Man about his the d- this demon that he's fighting, and I was like, "Oh yeah, the demon!" Like the demon. I forgot about. <laughs> I, there's so much happening, and he says something about how he has to kill it, or it'll kill him, or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, very dramatic. Is is a bit. He's going to return to the United States. Yeah. And these dudes are literally are like running toward the boat. And at the what is that called? It's the door is closing, basically. On a boat. Yeah. yeah and they yeah. jump <laughs> over it. And I thought they were going to be bad guys or something. But they're so just producers. Bad. And they want Bruce to be in their movie. Um, <laughs> which is hilarious. <laughs> laughing as you say this. It's so funny. Um. And then I guess Bruce accepted because we cut straight to the filming of The Big Boss and it's now 1970. Yes. The set recreation I thought was really good. Yes. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. Because also you just knew immediately as well. Do you know what I mean? I felt a bit like, oh my God, yeah, I've seen this film. I saw that movie. I knew this bit, yeah. Yeah. The brother or something of the guy that hurt Bruce's back comes to beat him up on set. Weird fight scene, Yeah. (laughs) A fake low way is like, hey, this isn't in the script. I yeah. actually loved it. <laughs> Which I thought was a great addition, but also these two are fighting for maybe five to ten minutes and <laughs> nobody's doing anything. <laughs> they just keep filming. I was really taken aback by it. I was, but like, what the fuck? They don't make it clear at all if it's happening within the film or if it's just oh, this random guy. But also, it is a random it, guy. There's 29 minutes left and they're only starting his film career. So can we just yeah. also think about that? We're an hour and a half into a two-hour film and we haven't even we touched just got, his Hong yeah. Kong films. <laughs> and then he like returns to his where he's staying in yeah. Thailand. They're filming there. And he opens the fridge and there's like a baby. And... It's like, what? Oh, his family is there. Okay, <laughs> So I did like the Lee moment and they were all hugging. It's very yeah. cute. I think Bruce is Shannon and Linda has Brandon and they're kissing. And yeah, it's mm-hmm. sweet. Very sweet. Yeah. I love the Lees. I love them as a family. Yeah, oh, they're oh. so cute. Very cute. So then we get a little like boating montage. Yeah. But like Linda's upset or something. And just like, <laughs> girls, stop. Like, get she's over always it. upset. Yeah. <laughs> I don't, she was just really bothering me in this Very movie. whiny. Very yeah. whiny. Linda was not like that. No, Linda was headstrong. <laughs> yes. And then there's a premiere of The Big Boss. Yes. Which 
initially it ends and there's just like total silence (laughs) oh my god it's just so far from the truth it's insane it literally i did right on a filmic standpoint i did like the man crying and then Mm -hmm. just like that realization but yeah no it would have just been as fine to show what actually happened and that was them erupting straight away into thunderous applause like Mm -hmm. i just (laughs) it was just totally silent and then this one guy starts clapping and then everybody like joins in like they have oh, to clap or something it's like why did they so pause it like that no that's so weird and like, <laughs> even for Linda like getting up to go and I don't know it's just so dumb maybe this is redundant point because we know about his life but we all know the big boss was a big success so why do we need that little tension do you know what yeah, I mean yeah like it almost wasn't yeah yeah but then I guess that could be an argument for why I make the whole film we know about Bruce. So yeah, I know that's a yeah. silly point. But I don't know, it's a bit dumb. It's just... Yeah, because that was a huge deal that everybody really loved it and was like going insane and stuff in the audience. Yeah, they were getting mobbed and stuff. Yeah. And they do. But like, they do at was... the end, but it takes yeah. a while. Right? Oh, it's silly. Bruce and Linda get separated. Oh, that was, oh, I like rolled my eyes. Yeah, like, that was stupid. Oh. But then remember, this is like there's like 20 minutes left, so there's not uh-huh. even they're not going to delve into that. Which is, I think their life in Hong Kong was so interesting because he had this massive fame, and Linda felt isolated and stuff. Mm-hmm. It, she's in a foreign country, it's just with the kids, it's hot, it's humid. That's such an interesting tour, story, but mm-hmm. does this film go into that? Not that I would want it to, but I want mm-hmm. a separate film going into that, you know what I mean? Don't yeah. show them drifting apart, but you're not going to do anything about it, yeah. Like, because it just came off so cliche yeah oh no they're literally and metaphysically separating oh it's so bad oh my god so bad it's so bad and then we skip ahead two years we literally skip fist of fury the greatest movie ever and way of the dragon (laughs) greatest movie ever (laughs) but and directorial debut yeah so the Lees are living in Hong Kong. Yes. I think he's editing like Game of Death or something. Yes. And he was going to take Brandon to the zoo and then he doesn't. The kid acting. Oh my God. Know, like it was sad. But it they was didn't... weird. A bit random. There were so many like choices like that in this film. Yeah. Where it's like, oh my God, this is actually probably something that really happened or something similar, but they make it yeah. so dumb. I really can't describe it. So they do it, but they don't make any reason for showing that. Yeah, like, like that's so okay. That's kind of, yeah, that's a, a, a father missing out bonding time with his son because he's too busy working. That's like prime material there. Mm-hmm. But no, yeah. And then Brandon's really like barely even in this film anyway. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like honestly, for the best. Like I don't. That was so weird. I don't know. It was yeah. so meta. Like yeah, yeah. Don't like it. <laughs> But you can talk about Robert Wagner now. Oh my god. Oh my god. From one bad scene to the next. He literally calls up Bruce and he's like, I've got a script for you. Uh-huh. It's called Enter the Dragon. The film wasn't called Enter the Dragon. Yeah. How is Bruce's idea? Oh my god. That's it. That's it for this. I'm sorry. I literally, like, I'm walking out. Like, I, I couldn't believe it when I heard it. You know what? That to me is above the J thing. I'm sorry. Really? I just could not believe it. I could not believe it. The J erasure? Only because everyone knows that Bruce Lee 
fought so hard to get that as the title. And this guy just says, oh yeah, this is the name of the film. Yeah, that's true. Can't do it. Robert Wagner, stop taking credit for other people's ideas. (laughs) I really hope this doesn't sound like pretentious or stuck up. But like, it's clearly for audiences that like, don't know Bruce Lee. Like they only know his films or like they only know Enter the Dragon. They don't know the Bruce like they, and that's fine but you don't need to dumb it down you actually could have had a better yeah. scene where it's like bruce is like actually i want to call it and it's like no <laughs> oh it's just so bad it's so bad i can't believe it i don't know yeah. maybe it's tied the j stuff i I, yeah. <laughs> I think i was just so done at that point yeah I like stop being inaccurate yeah it's yeah. almost over <laughs> I think this is something we talk about with all the biopics, but I genuinely don't get the draw of just blatant lying. Yeah. Like, I get that they want it to be maybe not super specific for people that don't know the subject, but draw the line somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Like, they don't, like, I get why they wouldn't want to include J.C. Bring as much as that hurts like people don't know J.C. Bring yes but I think some of the bigger things it is very questionable yeah (sighs) I think someone on Letterboxd said something that I thought encapsulated this film perfectly and they were like the story is like if you heard someone telling what they thought was like the story of Bruce Lee's life and then you try to explain it to somebody else or yes, something like yeah. that, where it's just yeah. through the grapevine kind of thing. There's whis- the whisper game, isn't it? That's exactly what this film is. Yeah. No one was, oh, I was going to say, no one was asked, or no one was like, but then I realized he actually spoke to the least. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not on that front. <laughs> Which is weirder. Oh, uh, but I would love to, like, to know what he talked about with them. The director. I would love to, yes. yeah. What did they say? Rob Cohen had a different view on Bruce, but then he spoke to Brandon and it changed his view or something? Mm -hmm. Let me find it. To me, I think Brandon was like way more honest and direct about his father. And no offense to Linda and Shannon, but I think they're definitely more in the idolizing thing. And so I I think Brandon just cut straight to the facts. I think that's perfectly put. From what I've heard brandon say about bruce he didn't really like mince words he was still very respectful but but no like honestly i think it's very good that he did have these talks with the lees but yeah okay great yeah that makes you see bruce as a person but you still got to get the facts right as well just the timeline stuff i think stands out the most so so inaccurate Yeah. yeah so then we get another scene i think this was like simultaneously the best scene and like the cringiest scene <laughs> so linda's and bruce are arguing because linda's upset that oh bruce... i know the scene yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I was thinking what could it be oh yeah, like, yeah she's mad that he's always working and not spending time with his family which is very valid and then bruce's argument is that he doesn't want to go back to america because they treated him terribly and he's doing well in Hong Kong and he yeah. uh, likes the movies that he's making and all that stuff. I don't know what to feel about this scene. What, do you, what did you think? I was just going to say it's the personification of shouting equals good acting. Yeah. Because Jason Scott Lee is just shouting. I think he needed like some direction. To, like, yeah. 
kind of insane. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think like the blocking was really weird too. But it's just like his face was going red. Like he was like really yeah. getting himself in a state. <laughs> no, yeah, but like on the technique as well, it just didn't look like a good scene at all. No. Well. They wanted that to be like the Oscar bait scene. He says one good line in it though, I wrote mm-hmm. down. And he put, I think, I wrote it in, so this is about America. So he mm-hmm. says, yeah, it's for everybody. Yeah, for everybody white. You can't throw in such a raw line like that in such mm-hmm. a rubbish scene. Like. Exactly. <laughs> the, the reason I said it was the best scene is because yeah. It's the best idea of a scene. This is really probably how Bruce was and reacted. Like he did have a terrible temper and was very upset with the way he was treated in Hollywood. Plus, I also felt like it was a inserted thing of, I guess, the struggles they would face as an interracial couple. Like I totally get what they were trying to do with that. And Linda just does not understand what it's like but I also feel like she would at this point in his Mm -hmm. career because she was there with him like when he was in Hollywood they didn't show that and also this is it's just so randomly there this scene Mm -hmm. this has never been hinted at before every like when they're on their date at the beginning which god feels like years ago now she see the racism and just like move on yeah like where have you been Linda like all this time but but that's the filmmaker's problem I feel like Mm -hmm. So just put that there, just not randomly, but they don't expand on it. They haven't expanded on it. No. They forgot, oh, wait, actually, this is an important part of Bruce's life. Let's put this on at the end. It just comes out of nowhere. Yeah, the movie is basically over at this point. (laughs) Don't introduce this now. Enter the Dragon was literally an insane set, and Bruce was having so many health problems and and mental health issues. And it's just like, no, we're just going to film the mirror scene. Oh, it's awful, isn't it? It's it's just surface level. It really is. surface level. Yeah, like that production was a litter of issues. Bruce was like never on set. He like never showed up. Yeah, (laughs) or he was always fighting someone. (laughs) Exactly. But now here he is. He's just fine. He's watching the fight scene happen. Yeah. Uh, And then we get another, our last demon sequence. Oh my god, the weird Which has one, yeah. aged horribly. It's yeah. so weird to watch this now. But basically, he gets taken by the, the demon thing and yeah. it like starts hitting him against his own headstone. <laughs> oh, don't make me cringe. Ah. So ham fisted or like on oh, the yeah. nose. On the nose. Yeah. Oh my god. Awful, awful. Where and is then, the subtlety? Like... Yeah. Where... <laughs> And so then now Brandon is there. They're like in this graveyard. Yes. Yeah, Brandon's yeah. like, dad, dad. And Bruce is like, Brandon. Oh, and it's, I hated that so yeah. much. Yeah. And then the demon's like going to go and kill Brandon. And so then Bruce has to beat him up. <laughs> Just the bloodless that like you're delivering these lines. <laughs> <laughs> Just what am I watching? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. At this point, I'm like, please, just let it end. (laughs) Just be over. (laughs) This is, like, maybe the most emotionally resonant scene, only because Brandon is dead, and that should not be the reason. (laughs) No, that should be a poignant scene on its own. Yeah. It's just not done well, is it? It's it's a horrible watch as well. 
you know what's happened. Like this is this is the year he, this is the year he died. True. Like he probably should just cut it out. I think Linda wanted them to keep the scene in, like they were okay. gonna cut it, and then she said no. I don't necessarily agree with, but I think I'm the same. I don't. I yeah, I would have. Yeah, that. that's dark, isn't it? Yeah. Especially because Brandon is barely in this film. Yeah, and then they show him in, being scared and in distress. Remember, this is still kid Brandon. That's not a nice watch at all. No. But then, oh, it just turns out it was a vision. Boo. Boo. <laughs> and now he's, like, going up these steps to film some sort of scene. Oh. This just was, like, an extra little tidbit. I was laughing so hard at this. He turns around. And so looks dramatic. at London, he's like, I forgot something. And she's like, wait, what? And then he says, I forgot to tell you I love you. She's like, you've never told me that before. But I always yeah. meant it. Oh, that was beautifully read, by the way. <laughs> That's incredible. <laughs> oh, no, wait, this is so funny, though. Actually, I wrote yeah. down that I love you more each day, but I put that it was sweet. Oh, <laughs> Only because I just like the romance. I love the mm-hmm. Bruce and Linda scene. That's like the only stand up for me. But but it's very like ham fisted, isn't it? Like it's, it's so uh... bad. Like he's gonna die in yeah. the next scene. So but they don't even um it's like worse than a title card. It's a voiceover that lasts for five seconds. Oh my god. It's just a voiceover. <laughs> and she's like, Bruce was so impactful and he died because he was in a coma. The end. <laughs> Okay, he was not in a coma. Not a coma. And he was with his mistress. <laughs> yeah. Girl, I don't get it. There's a just... whole court case as well. Yeah. Like, what? Isn't it there? <laughs> <laughs> we know. Yeah, but don't give us all that spiel in the narration. Like... Yeah. I just could not handle this film. I think I wrote, it feels like a fan fiction. It does. It does. Good one. A fan. We're fans and we would write a better film than that. We would. <laughs> yeah, fiction is the important, is the key word. That is not there. That is fiction. That's film. Yeah. There's nothing true in that. I'm sorry. It's not even entertaining. That was no. the hard part for me. And it's just a huge disservice to Bruce. So one main thing I wrote was like, it had some good ideas. But definitely felt very surface level and didn't yes. dig deep enough into Bruce's impact and individuality. I didn't hate watching it like in the no, moment, yeah, but I think fair. talking about it really made me realize it's just so strange as a movie. And then, yeah, especially if it's supposed to be about Bruce, it didn't feel like that. <laughs> no, it didn't feel like it was telling history. Yeah. What did you think? Overall thoughts, yeah, it's fine. It's fine if you don't know anything about Bruce. Yeah. I just, yeah, I, I can't let pass the inaccuracies. I just think biopics work really well when you just pick a certain thing. Mm-hmm. It could have had about his childhood, or they could have had Bruce and Lindo before they went to Hong Kong, or they could have just had Hong Kong. It should have just yeah. picked one lane, and it just didn't. So I wish it did try and cram all of this stuff in. Because like Bruce had such an amazing, wild, crazy life. Mm-hmm. So I just wish I didn't think they had to cram everything in. I say that, they didn't even cram everything in. They missed out yeah. so much. <laughs> it was um, very slow. 
it was so short. I, I said I got lost in like the middle of it. I'm sorry, it just kind of lost me a bit. Also, I think if they were trying to go more stylized, then really commit to that. Yes, I think that's yes. like my main takeaway is like commit to whatever it is you are trying to do, and then it will probably be better. Yes. <laughs> it was just too inconsistent for me. Yeah. So we've gone from one portrayal of Bruce. And we're now going to go into actually what is probably a more common portrayal of Bruce. I think a lot more audience goers know this portrayal. There's a lot of backlash about it. I have many thoughts on it. So I thought we would also talk about Mike Moe's portrayal of Bruce Lee in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. A tricky film, very difficult film, because obviously I just, I can't not hate this film. Because <laughs> of what it did for the Sharon community. I just... I will forever be grateful for this film, for giving us that ending and like showing us Sharon and everything like that. But I think how Bruce is portrayed in this film is just abhorrent. It's not right. It's literally a, I think it's a five minute scene. And then he has another literal like 30 seconds of Sharon. But basically, Brad Pitt's Cliff Booth is just listening to Bruce Lee talk about his fighting technique and stuff and then he's like I'll fight you and like they fight and it's just really disrespectful to Lee's legacy because Lee would have easily beaten up that old hag of a man like <laughs> it's disgusting but believe it and I actually I, when I watched the film honestly I'm sorry I didn't have any opinion on it because I didn't really know Bruce Lee mm-hmm. so in fact it was just like oh it's Bruce Lee like I, I didn't know why it was actually so bad and it wasn't until I saw Shannon she was on Good Morning Britain talking about it and I was like oh my god yeah no that's not on and then people defending it on Twitter a lot of people claim it's a dream sequence it didn't actually happen I have many thoughts on that yeah yeah Uh, but (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's just really bad I think Mike Moe is doing a great job with getting his voice right but Mm -hmm. it just feels like he's coming off instead of being clever he comes off as arrogant and I Mm -hmm. think that's intentional by Tarantino Oh, one million percent. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's a horrible scene, I think. I think it's yeah. also unnecessary as well. Oh, yeah. And then with that as well, we also have when Sharon's in the cinema, she's watching The Wrecking Crew, and then we see her training with Bruce Lee. And I love that scene. I love that mm-hmm. so much. I didn't know that was, I did not know that happened, but it was very good. Yeah. But yeah, let's talk about the main one, the main okay. scene with Cliff. Audrey, lay it on. What do you think? oh god okay so yes this i think i mentioned in the movies episode this was the first time i ever saw bruce lee in any capacity and i was just kind of like this is weird i don't see how this is relevant at all and it's really not if i think about it like the whole thing is to prove that cliff is good at fighting because he can beat up bruce lee which is like Why did it have to be Bruce Lee of all people Mm -hmm. as a whole? My main issue is that this one scene in this one film that's not even about Bruce has Mm -hmm. changed people's perspective of him to the degree where they just do not like him or they do not respect him at all. And Tarantino has made no effort to hide the fact that he does not like Bruce Yes, And after this movie came out, he was defending his choice to portray him in this way and just telling lies 
to defend Mm -hmm. this directorial and like writing choice. Yes. So I think it's one thing to put this in your movie, but then it's a totally another thing to like lash out at Bruce's family and his fans and his historians and say he was a sucky guy because he did X, Y, and Z that he took completely out of context. I just don't understand though Tarantino's viewpoint. He literally gives the bride in Kill Bill an outfit that Bruce Lee wore. Does he like him or not? Do you know what I mean? I don't Mm -hmm. understand it. I don't think he does. But then, and then in Kill Bill as well, they use the Green Hornet music. Ah, it's very weird. I don't understand it. I don't understand where he's coming from with it. And yeah, this is a dream thing that people keep going on about that it's not real and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But I think. If you've got to defend it so like violently that no, nope, this is a dream sequence, you didn't get it. I don't think you as a filmmaker put your point across right, if that makes sense. I think mm-hmm. you should probably do that better. That should have been everyone should have got that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And no one did. It's I'm not sorry. just like a theory or whatever. <laughs> no, yeah. Like this is meant to be fact. That it's yeah. a dream. And it's like, no, I'm sorry. I, I think it's really like nasty mm-hmm. to paint him like that. It's like a two and a half hour film. You mm-hmm. could have just taken that out. I'm sorry. Yeah, it wouldn't have made a difference. No. He's um, literally going out of his way to mock Bruce Lee. Yeah. And that just shows like yeah. how lame Tarantino is. I know Mike Moe had the voice down. I think he had the voice down perfectly. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. It's just the way he spoke. It yeah, just, it was, it, he was making fun of yeah. Bruce's style of speaking and how he yeah. was very philosophical. Yes. Yeah, it's kind of making a joke out of it. Yeah. And like, or Bruce he, was so he's clever. Like, holier than thou. Also, if a Bruce was like that, I think he earned it for how rubbish he was treated. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, true. He actually could do the things he said he could do. And he yes. was not afraid to admit what he could not do. 100%. Because I think Very there's true. a whole part in the scene where he says he could kill Muhammad Ali. But yes. in real life, he yeah. said, like, Ollie would easily kill him, you know? Come on. It's actually <laughs> infuriating. And he really liked Muhammad Ali as well. Mm-hmm. Like, he took oh. a ton of inspiration from him. Yeah, yeah. I know, it's really tricky. Because the more I say this, okay, yeah, it's clearly not real. But I just don't think it, I think it should come across that way straight away. Mm-hmm. But it's also so damaging that I can't not look at it like that. So damaging to Bruce and to hear like how it's changed people's. I can't argue with the dream stuff because, okay, it was a dream. It still made him out to look bad. Yeah, it doesn't matter what the intention no. was. It's how people interpret it. Yes. That is and the, like what's important. Well. There's also a bit as well when they actually start fighting. But there's a bit where Brad Pitt literally throws him into a car. I was like, that's uh-huh. a bit, that's a a little bit violent to me. That's I'm excessive. Sorry. You want to know something worse, though? Oh, yeah? <clears throat> so, oh, apparently, gosh. in the first draft of the script, Cliff was supposed to beat Bruce to near death, but then they changed it because Brad Pitt was friends with Brandon, and so he was like, I guess that was enough reason for him to be like, we'll keep the oh. scene, but not to that extent. Oh, my God. Oh, wow. Also, a lot of people have theorized that this Cliff character is an idealized version of Tarantino for himself. He's basically beating up Bruce Lee himself. The only reason he would put this in the film 
is to prove he's better than him or knows more than him or something. As a filmmaker, I think that just really comes through in watching the scene. Yeah. That's awful, isn't it? Yeah. God, that's so true. That's because he does always have his characters that are like him, especially mm-hmm. when he plays them. So yeah, yeah, that makes so much sense. Yeah, Cliff is an amalgamation of Tarantino. And so I think that just goes to show this is actually worse. Yeah. <laughs> like it was supposed to be yeah. a lot worse than it really was. Imagine that. They're like, he was gonna show Bruce Lee get like tragically beaten up almost to near death. Yeah, I cannot even imagine that in my head. That's a good thing about Tarantino films is that he always kills like the bad guys, like he kills the Nazis, he kills that evil family, kills the slave owners. Why would we need to see that? See Bruce Lee? Yeah. What is is he lumping them with them? I think more than anything, it's the fact that he defended this to the point of harassing Bruce's family is the issue for me. I. It is a movie, but I think it's him going out of his way basically to shit all over Bruce's legacy is really disgusting. I did watch some of his interviews, which was really awful and like torture, but (laughs) (laughs) I wanted to see what he had to say. And it's very much a generalization and just got to the point where he obviously did not have correct information, but he was using this misinformation as reason to hate Bruce and I just think as someone who is supposed to know a lot about film history he really just did not seem to grasp anything about Bruce and his films I think it's scary like someone like him could have this much of an impact on people with this one scene to make them suddenly like disrespect Bruce Lee yeah that's way too much power someone yeah it's okay if you don't like Bruce, but I think you need to respect him and yeah. what he did and like how much he means to people. Yes. He was not a saint because he's a yeah. real person. Yeah. But I don't think that's a reason to hate someone. Why does Tarantino have beef with a man that's literally been dead for ages? <laughs> what are you doing? That's <laughs> like how you mentioned with Kill Bill. Tarantino has taken so much inspiration slash ripped off Bruce Lee films. Like, it's honestly very pathetic, I think, to take from someone and then turn around and slander them. Everyone else got a good edit in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Like, Steve Queen did. Like, the Mamas and Papas. Why did he extend that to Bruce? It's just so weird. Why do you think Bruce... And his legacy have been tarnished so much recently. People like to like shit on him, innit? Like, yeah. I really don't know why. Maybe because people start to realize that he was actually the best. Yeah. <laughs> Can I also put out there, maybe it's racism. But what, why do you think? Why do you think it is it's happening again? I think people just hate anyone who dares to think outside the box. Racism plays a huge part in it. Like, if you want to hate him, because he's like cocky and full of himself. There's so many white people that are like that. Yeah. Everybody loves them. You know, like Tarantino, yeah. for example. Exactly. Yep. Like, how is Bruce worse than Tarantino? Like, I don't get why people are trying to defend this person. I also think people just take for granted, like, what Bruce really did bring to the table. And yeah. 
maybe it is backfiring like how much and this is not their fault but like linda and shannon's um attempts to build him up this much is not really helping i think people view that as questionable yes if someone that perfect yeah once upon a time in hollywood has only just made it worse like all the brute hate i'm blaming tarantino and i don't care yes yeah (laughs) how do you think we can acknowledge bruce's accomplishments and his faults defo his books because he wrote quite a lot of books and i think people need i know this is like asking a lot but people need to read that yeah because you said you read one of his works and it was quite like insightful and stuff yeah honor him for how he was and this is why like i keep bringing it bringing it up but like that biography was so good because it just showed us the real bruce and told Mm -hmm. us about him and showed his bad side we can still appreciate him knowing the bad. So I just think people need to start actually appreciating Bruce by giving him the time of day and stuff. Listening to his words and reading his words and things like that. Don't be forming your opinion of what freaking Tarantino thinks. Yeah, that's... No one should do that. No. <laughs> what about you, though? That's a really good question. What about oh, you? Thank you. Watch his movies. Learn about his history and how that impacted who he was as a person. And just understand that the 60s and 70s are a different time. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we should have standards for people now. But I think judging Bruce Lee through a lens of this time period is just hopeless. And also, he's not alive anymore. Do your research if you want. Like him if you want to. Do what you want with the information you have. <laughs> yes. Yeah. But yeah, I think it was interesting to see these two different portrayals of Bruce. And like how one is very much like too positive and then the other is like too negative. Yes, there's completely on the opposite spectrum. Neither of them is really that good or that productive. No. I don't know if I want to see a Bruce Lee biopic though, like to be honest. I think I'm with you on that. I think the man that Bruce Lee was, we could see that in his films. Mm -hmm. We don't need, I don't think we need a biopic of him. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. But any last thoughts like on all these episodes? I'm actually, I just want to say that I'm actually really upset that this is like the last episode. I We literally said this in the last one, but I love Bruce and I love Brandon so much. I'm actually a bit upset to leave it now. Aww. Our next subject has some big boots to fill. (laughs) Oh. (laughs) Bless her. (laughs) What about you, Audrey? Any closing thoughts? Yeah, I just, I had a lot of fun with these and nice to talk about people that were just kind of like brand new to me in a way but yeah I am sad to leave them behind <laughs> especially on this bad movie I don't know I know right <laughs> you have a lead balloon in it yeah but we'll always have their films true and fine. that's what's important exactly thank you all for listening to this episode we hope you enjoyed the fun times the crazy times the sad times (laughs) (laughs) all the times we did it all and join me in a couple of weeks and i will be discussing the biography of our next subject who is francis farmer so you've got three episodes lined up for that so that should be fun definitely like watch bruce and brandon's films and probably steer clear from these depictions unless you're curious but yeah 
take them with a grain of salt. (laughs) But anyway, we'll see you guys in a couple of weeks. And thanks again for listening. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Gone But Not Forgotten podcast. This episode was co-hosted and edited by me, Audrey Cornell, and co-hosted by Louise Coleman. The music was written by Nia D'Amelio. Gone But Not Forgotten is a part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com.